Welcome to the Bethel Free Baptist Church Weekly Sermons. This is the evening service of Sunday the 19th of March 2017, entitled, To Finish Well, and the Bible reading is Psalm 27. Here's Brother Daniel Alexandri. Open the Bible to Psalm number 27. Psalm number 27 is a psalm of David, so uh, let's uh, honor the, the reading of the Word of God. Psalm number 27, the Lord is my shepherd. No, no, this is 23, right? Psalm 23. Okay, the Lord is my light, but he's my shepherd. Amen. Amen. Is it? Is he your shepherd? (laughs) Is he your light? It says that my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, of whom? Shall I be afraid when the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh? They stumbled and fell. Though hosts should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war should rise against me. In this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me, shall set me up upon a rock. And now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yeah, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. When thou said, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. Deliver me not over unto the will of my enemies. For false witnesses are risen up against me, and such is bred out cruelty. I had fainted, unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we come before your throne of grace and mercies, and we thank you so very much for your salvation. We thank you, Lord, for your love, for your mercy, and uh, for Jesus Christ who came into this world to take upon a human body just like us, but without any sin, to live a righteous life, and then to bring his life as a sacrifice, to meet all your requirements so we can be with you for eternity through Jesus Christ, through his sacrifice. Dear Lord, we we just pray that uh, your Holy Spirit will uh, do a work in our hearts and we'll learn something from your word and 
then we'll apply it to our lives and we'll tell others about you, Lord. And just help us, Lord, to finish the course the way you want. For in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Have a seat, please. The title of my message is uh, To Finish Well. I just read Psalm number 27. This is a Psalm of David. And there are lots of things uh, that uh, was said about David, about the life of David. And uh, there is one thing that uh, stands out about his life. God says in two places in the Bible, if we open our Bible to uh, 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 14, we read something very, very important. Something that we all should desire to have uh, on our lives from the Lord. Chapter 13, verse, verse 14, the Word of God says, And Samuel said to Saul, Thou hast done foolishly. Thou hast not kept the commandment of the Lord thy God, which he commanded thee. For now would the Lord have established the kingdom upon Israel forever. But now thy kingdom shall not continue. The Lord had sought him a man after his own heart. Who is this? David. A man after his own heart. And the Lord had commanded him to be captain over his people because thou hast not kept that which the Lord commanded thee. And in Acts chapter 13, verse 22. Acts chapter, 20, chapter 13, verse 22. We hear again. And when, the, when he had removed him, he raised up unto them David to be their king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. It shall fulfill all my will. Are you a man after God's own heart? Oh, you can say a thousand times that you are a man after God's own heart. But is it God that says that too? Or it's only you? We hear in the words I just read that God said, those words. God said about David that he was a man after his own heart. What an amazing statement about a man. Was David a superman? No. He wasn't a superman, but even if he had ups and downs in his life, He's got desires that are laid out here in this psalm. And God was able to say, He's a man after my own heart. The same things we see here in this psalm should be things we go by. Let, let's see what exactly was in David's heart. What desires 
were there. In verse number one, we see that the Lord is my light and my salvation. God was the source of his light. God was the source of his strength. Is God, is the Lord the source of your light? Is the Lord your Savior? If you have the Lord, if you have his salvation, you can have strength. Through him, only through him, you can have assurance. You go and tell people about Jesus Christ, but if you don't have the assurance of your salvation, how can you tell others how to get saved and how to enjoy life? When you yourself are not sure, are not enjoying a Christian life. You cannot give what you don't have. You have Jesus, you can give, give Jesus to others. You have joy from the Lord, you can give it out to others. You don't have, you cannot give them out. David found the right source for his light, for his wisdom, for his strength. And that source was the Lord. And if the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? If I trust in him, if I trust in his word, if I know he holds the future, whom shall I fear? What man? What situation? The future? No. He holds the future. He holds everything. And my future is clearly stated in the Bible. My future is with Him. This is a glorious future. doesn't matter the way you live this world. From here or from up there on an airplane or somewhere on a boat out in the sea. doesn't matter where you launch out for heaven. <laughs> Destination is what it counts. Amen? Why should we fear? David found the right source for his light, for his strength. And plus, in verse 4, he says that he has some desires. We all have desires. Let's see David's desire. One thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after. And he, he doesn't only have a desire, but he's seeking after his desire. He's uh, following up. He's moving forward. Yeah, I understand we, we go with different speeds. Some people can fly. But if you cannot fly, you should run and keep forward. I understand some people cannot run in this country. But you can walk, praise the Lord. Keep walking, keep moving. I understand some people cannot walk. Keep crawling, but move forward. Amen? Move forward. He has a desire, and he has the desire to attain the destination. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. Oh, yes. We are so good. When we want something, 
We want a husband. Oh, I'm looking for guys to marry, right? I want a job. I keep on looking. I go to different agency. I look in the paper, different uh, websites just to find a job. If I don't want a job, I don't look after, you know, jobs. I don't look. I just sleep and eat if I have where to sleep and if I have what to eat. It's not enough to desire. His desire is a strong desire. This desire moves him. And it moves him towards the accomplishment of his desire. And keeps him moving. His desire is to, O Lord, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. All the days of my life. His desire is to dwell in the house of the Lord. I know if you have this desire, we might as well uh, build some dorms in here. But it seems that there was no desire, Pastor Larry, right, for somebody to live here. So there is no dorm, <laughs> no, no bedroom in here. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord. The idea is not to sleep in the house of the Lord because it says here, to behold the beauty of the Lord. To see the beauty of the Lord. I come to the house of the Lord to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Yes, we have questions that are not answered. Where do you go to find answers? Go to the doctors. Lucky you if you find the answer. I think the answer is in the temple, in the house of the Lord, in the word of God. The answer is in God. David has this desire. It's not only a desire, but it's a desire. It's a strong desire that makes him move towards accomplishing his goal. He goes to behold the beauty of the Lord. It's sad, but not too many Christians... And I mean Christians, I don't speak about those religious people out there that have different gods, millions of gods, or maybe one God. I don't care about the real God. I mean Christians who are born again. I wonder how many of them still have this desire to come to the house of the Lord, to worship God, to see the beauty of the Lord. Because God is beautiful. God is great. God is good. God is loving. We need to see the beauty of the Lord. That was David's desire. Is this your desire? Is this your real desire? A strong desire? If it is, we'll see you often in the house of the Lord. Looking the beauty of the Lord, not the beauty of this building. It doesn't matter, you know, the way it looks. But the beauty of the Lord. Because we come here to, to see the Lord doing mighty things, saving people, changing lives, answering our questions, our inquiries, and to inquire in his temple. Lord, I need your answer. I know you have the answer. Answer. 
me, please. And God will answer. He always did. He always do. At his time. In his time. And then, we see another important thing here about David. We see that God is the source of his light and strength. We see that he has a desire for the Lord and the house of the Lord. And then we see in verse 5, he turns to God in times of trouble. Verse 5. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. Where do you turn in times of trouble? You pick up the phone and you call a rich friend, a good doctor, or you pick up the phone and call God. Call me. That's what God says. Call me in the time of trouble and I will answer you. Knock and it shall be opened. Ask and it shall be given. Where do you turn in times of trouble? David had ups and downs in his life. He wasn't a perfect man. But the Bible says that he was a man after God's own heart. Why? Because he loved the world, the word of God. He, he, he loved his house, the temple. He, he loved God and everything that God loved, David loved. Hide me, Lord, in your pavilion. Hide me, Lord, in the secret of your tabernacle. If everything is moving under your feet, if everything around seems like it's falling apart, don't forget, the Lord is still there. The Lord is a rock. Unmovable rock. You can always go to the Lord. And he will set you upon the rock. He is the rock. The rock of my salvation. There is no other salvation except God's salvation. There is no other assurance in this life than God's assurance. That he is with you. He will never forsake you. It says here in verse 10, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. I remember years ago, when I became an independent Baptist, I used to go to a Union Baptist. This is where I was raised in a Baptist Union church. My parents took me there to church since I was born. And uh, there was... There came a time in to my life when I realized that there were some things. This is where I got saved. I received the life from the Lord, but there were still some things, you know, that were not biblical. And God moved me out of the church. That moment, when I left the church, and the pastor in the church announced the church that they removed me from there. Membership role, it, it was me that said, I don't want to be a part of this church anymore because I'm going to be an independent Baptist from now on. But they lied, he lied in front of the church, and my parents didn't want to talk to me anymore. 
they just forsook me and said, no, we don't want to have anything to do. And all my relatives that went to church, they said, I don't want to have anything to do with you. David experienced that. And he says, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Even if that thing happened to me, I experienced the love of the Lord. And he was with me. And he changed things later on. He put things in order. Because God is a God of order. He knows how to do it. But when you go through the valley of the shadow of death, when you go through troubles, when you feel like everything is shaking, falling apart, don't forget, everything can fall apart. But God is still there, the rock. Trust in Him. Trust in Him. Because He is the only one who doesn't change, doesn't move. He will always be there for you. Your family can leave you. Your friends can forsake you. But God never, He will never leave you nor forsake you. Another thing we see here in David's life. God was able to say, David is a man after my own heart. Is the thing, the thing that he is teachable. In verse 7, if we read from verse 7 to verse 11, David has a teachable spirit. And he allows God to lead his life and work his plan in his life. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. When thou said, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God. Of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of my enemies. We're so afraid to give our lives up totally to God because we don't know what God has for us, we don't see His plan. We are afraid that God's plan might be not for our own good, but the other way. David says, teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path. O Lord, I don't know anything, but you know everything. Lord, I know your plan is perfect. That's why I open my heart. I empty myself of my own plans and let you, Lord, fill my life up with your plan. Do your will, Lord. Are you a teachable person? Are you a teachable Christian? Are you open for God to reveal his plan into your life? I, I always wondered why God would not Reveal his plan to some Christians. And I realized that God would not 
reveal his plan to some people because those people, those Christians, are not willing to do God's plan for their lives. Those Christians have their own plans and they don't need another plan. Like we heard the testimony of Rob this morning. He had his own plans and he followed his plans. Only when his heart melted and he realized that his plans are not good, he said, Lord, I will, not mine. And then God is ready to reveal his plan. David knew God's plan for his life because he says, Oh Lord, teach me. Teach me thy way. Teach me thy plans. Teach me, Lord, whatever you have for me and lead me. Not only teach me. I'm not willing only to, to be taught, but Lord, I'm willing to let you lead my life. Direct my path. Order my steps. I want to go wherever you say. I need to go. Do you hold the reins of your life or you already gave them to the Lord? He knows where. You know, uh, when pilots uh, do their job on the airplane there and they go and they take that airplane to a certain destination, they use all kinds of uh, devices there. If something messes up and the, the campus doesn't uh, work, I'm sure you don't know where to go. Be like, oh, I'm lost. Mayday, mayday, mayday. Somebody tell me where I am. Give me the location, where to go. You know, this is something that can happen only with uh, human beings, with people, not with God. His devices never go wrong. Never break. We have nothing to worry about God. He always knows what's best for you and for me. His plan is perfect. All I have to do is ask the Lord <coughs> to teach me and lead me. And then, before we... We end this psalm with verses 13 and 14. I just want to summarize a little about finishing well. Why do we need to finish well? The title, remember, the title of my message is to finish well. We, we spoke about the man after God's own heart. We saw that he loves the Lord. He trusts the Lord. He is teachable. He turns to God in times of trouble. Before we, we get to the end of this psalm, let's pause a little and think about finishing well. Why do we need to finish well? I mean, the start for everyone is different. The start for me was when I was 13 years of age in a church setting like this, listening to the preaching, and I realized I was a sinner, and I asked the Lord to forgive me, and I received the peace of the Lord right then in my heart, and I felt the burden of guilt and sin was removed 
on my shoulders from my life. Doesn't matter where you start off the race. You may start it when you're five or six, like my children, and then they needed a time to see if they are really saved and to realize that what they did was right, was from their heart. Or you can start off when you are 20 or 30 or 50 or 60 or 70. It doesn't matter when you start off with the Lord. As long as you start with Him, where He found you in that mud of sin, or somewhere else thinking that you're a good person, doing the right thing, then you realize that you're a sinner. It doesn't matter where you started of your journey with the Lord. The end is what counts. The finish is what counts. I believe we all need to finish well. If we are saved, we all need to finish well. We don't know when the last breath will be. Maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, after tomorrow. We don't know. Some people just, some Christians just postpone and say, I'll be a good Christian before I die. So when I go and meet the Lord, he can say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. But do you know when you'll finish? And just for a few minutes uh, of your life, uh, being uh, faithful to the Lord, you think God will, will say, like he said about David, uh, he is a man after my own heart. You think God will say that about you? Or about me, if we if we uh, choose the day when we'll leave this uh, world and we choose uh, the period of time to be faithful to the Lord, and for that week or so uh, of being faithful, you think God will say, "Well done"? First of all, we don't know when we'll finish. Amen. You never know. If you go to a graveyard. You can see all kinds of ages there. Children, young adults, adults, old people. Um, my grandmother died when, when she was 96. I don't know if I will ever reach 96. Or My grandfather on my father's side died when he was 50-some years. So I don't know which, I, which side to go with, my mother's side or my father's side. <laughs> Right? It's not up to me to choose, but there is something certain. If I choose to serve the Lord now and continue until the end, my finish will be well. And we need to finish well because we need to be a witness to a lost and dying world. I wonder so many times how all these people around us with different religions will ever find about the Lord. It's not you and me who is going to be. A lost and dying world needs a witness. Like we heard the message this morning. And you shall be a witness after the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost will come upon you. We have the Holy Spirit. We need to let him guide us, lead us, and fill us with his power so we can be bold witnesses. 
And then we need to finish well because we ought to have a desire to please the Lord. Seeing the beauty of the Lord, seeing the love of the Lord, seeing what He was willing to do for you and for me to come and die. We should have a desire to please the Lord. Lord, you've done so many things for me. I could at least be faithful to you. And come to the house of the Lord. And worship you. And go out. And tell people about you. And be a light. And we need to finish well. Because so many. Once faithful. Are not faithful. Anymore. And if we look around. We see lots of backsliding Christians. They once were. Good Christians. And now. They're on their own ways. Living their own lives. If lots of Christians are this way. It doesn't mean I have to be like them. I have to be like Jesus. I have to look. To Jesus. And follow his example. We need to finish well. We need to keep being. Faithful to the Lord. Because there are lots of people who need to see a light, testimony. We need to please the Lord. And we need to continue to be faithful. Because others stop being faithful. And we want to end this, this psalm with verses 13 and 14. Finish well. How can I finish well? Verse 13 says, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the God goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. In our, uh, nowadays language would be like, I would have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord. I'm always tempted to faint. But thank God, He's there to help me. If I look, if I behold, if I see the goodness of the Lord, the goodness of the Lord will hold me up. Will help me stand and not faint. God is here. God is right here. Right now, God is present. With his help, I can stand up and not faint. If I look around me and I look at the troubles, at the storms, I will faint. If I look to God, to his goodness, I will stand. Don't faint. Finish well. How? Look unto Jesus. Look for and hold on to the goodness of God. Right here and right now. And God, in Psalm 40, says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit out of the miry clay and set my feet upon a rock 
and established my goings. Look to the Lord. Wait on the Lord. He is the one that will set your feet upon a rock and establish your goings. Do not faint. How cannot a Christian faint? Look for God's goodness right now. He saved you. He's still good. He was good when he saved you. When he saved me, he's still good. He still loves you. He still wants to hold you. And in Psalm 117, the psalm is the same psalm. It says, it's a short psalm, but listen to what the psalm has to say here. Oh, praise the Lord. All ye nations, pray him, all ye people, for his merciful kindness is great toward us. And the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. And Psalm 118 verse 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for his good. God is good all the time. Amen. For he is good because his mercy endureth forever. Look for God's salvation. Look for God's mercy. And grace. Look to him. Not to people. People disappoint you. God never. Never. You will never do that. Do not faint. Finish well. How should I finish well? By not fainting. How can a Christian not faint? David. A man after God's heart. Own heart says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait. I say, wait, wait. And he says, wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord. Sometimes we are in a hurry and we just Want the answer now, 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 now. Why isn't God answering me now, 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 now? Because God has his own time. God has his own time. Amen, Dantella. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Wait on the Lord. Look at him. Behold his goodness, his beauty. And you will not faint if you keep on looking to see the goodness of the Lord. In the land of the living, you will not faint if you wait and wait on the Lord. And only the Lord will help you to be of good courage. He shall strengthen you. He should, he shall, actually, he says, he shall strengthen your heart. But wait. Wait on the Lord. May the Lord help us. To love him, to be faithful to his word, to his house, to the witnesses, to others. And may the Lord help us have a strong desire to come and seek his face. Trust in him. Because only him, only he will help you and me not to faint and finish well. Amen. Dear Lord. At the end of this service, we come before your throne of grace and mercies, and we thank you so very much for this wonderful man called David. 
You said about him that he is a man after your own heart. And Lord, we know he wasn't perfect, but but he he loved you, Lord. He he had a teachable spirit. He was willing not only to know your plan, but to be led by you, Lord. And Lord, I pray for me, for my family, and for each and every one that is here, Lord. Lord, we have a course before us. We don't know when we'll finish this. We started with you because there is no other start with you through Jesus Christ, through faith in Jesus Christ, by grace, Lord. Lord, we want to finish well. Help each and every one of us to be determined to finish well. Lord, we can finish well if we don't faint. We don't faint if we look to you, we trust in you, if we wait on you. Help us, Lord, help the whole church here to trust in you, to see your goodness, to wait on you. When we leave this place, Lord, Every time we, we leave this place, help us to be the light you want us to be. Help us to be the witnesses you want us to be. Because there are lots of people lost and on their way to hell. And they need a witness. Help us to be that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.